101 mm-hmm. of Rest Podcast. 101, you say? Yeah, uh, things at uh, episode 100, but it's episode 101. Um, double or nothing. 2021 predictions. 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 Haven't done a podcast in months. Do I? Haven't done a podcast in months. It's been a, a very long time. Yeah. Rest of podcast that is. <laughs> huh? Like, how's Andy the only good-looking one right now? It's kind of fucked up, man. The lighting. It's the lighting. I think, it's I think all of you are good-looking. Good looking. The angles. The, it's, the, it's the background that I got. It brings out your eyes. It does bring out your eyes. Yeah. It brings out his Pink. hair. Look at the hair. Purple oh, hair. it does. It matches it, yeah. Nice shirt, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's taking the title tonight. And I like your Michael Myers thing, Nick. Thank you. You like my uh, bassinet back here? No. That's cool. No. <laughs> what <Damn. the> hell? <laughs> no. How is she? No. Uh, she's pretty good. She's uh, already seven months, man, growing, growing up. Jesus, man. Crazy. Well, she cries a lot. Romeo's uh, playing the Switch and is actually like really, really good for being three years old. So. Damn. That's a pain in Programmer. the ass, though. He, yeah, I think he's gonna be a pro gamer, man. I forgot he's three years old already. Yeah. Um, Van's gonna be about to be ten this next month. It's crazy. Jesus, man. Yeah. Time flies. Time flies when you're stuck at home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all get some predictions for Double or Nothing, which is airing on Sunday. Yeah, let's get it. All right. Uh, match number one: the Casino Battle Royale. Um. Announced participants are where the hell are they? Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., Press Ten Vance, Stu Grayson, Nick Camarado, QT Marshall, Lee Johnson, Dustin Rhodes, Anthony Bowens, Max Caster, Penta Elizetto Metal, Isaiah Casti, Mark Quinn, Matt Sidel, Kristen Cage, Matt Hardy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Evil Uno, Coca Banna, Jungle Boy, and a mystery entrance. And a mystery entrance. And it would have been awesome if Ray that? Phoenix was in this. Ray Phoenix is out for injury, right? He's out with injury right now. Damn. So who do you think the Joker's going to be? The Joker. Joe Alonzo. You know huh? Joe Alonzo. Joe Alonzo. Joe Alonzo. I'd be pretty dope, but it's not. I don't think it'll be Joe Alonzo. No, it's not. Um, I haven't been keeping up with AEW at all. So, like, whose contract expired recently? Right now, some of the top free agents that are available, I guess, are uh, Andrade, who showed up in AAA and challenged Kenny Omega for that title. And Daniel Bryan's a free agent right now. A lot of the other guys that got released, uh, they still have time on their non-compete. So... Oh, Nick Gage, I guess, could be a, a name, too, especially after all the attention he's been getting from the dark side of the ring stuff. So Moose. Moose contracts are ending, right? What was that? 
uh, Moose from Impact? No, Moose resigns with Impact. He uh, knocked down the rumors of that. He said he didn't resign. So he's not winning yeah, a championship back. Yeah, he sure won. That he time. did say before there was news of him resigning or if it was rumors. Uh, he did say that his contract was going to be up. I think in June. Uh, it was June or July. So I, I don't think he will. And he already has. Uh, I like. I don't think it'll be Andrade either. Kind of for the same reason. I think they both have uh, stories going on with Kenny Omega for other championships. I don't think they'd come to AEW to start that too. But I don't know. Who, I don't. I don't know. I. I would probably. I don't think it's going to be Daniel Bryan. So mm-hmm. I would assume maybe. Like I said, I think maybe like a Nick Gage or something. Who's out with injury right now that could return? Like who? Anybody out with injury? Is anybody out with injury? Yeah. Uh, Ray Phoenix. Uh, as far as like a like somebody who can come in as the Joker and do that, I don't believe so. No. Damn. I can't think of anybody at all. I think this will be one kind of like last year where it was Matt Seidel, where it's not like a big name, but it's somebody that you know and you haven't seen in a minute. I think it'll be something like that. I just don't know who. A lot of the guys, I guess, that are in that type of space are in NWA right now. Aiden English. I hope <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be kind of cool. Aiden English. <laughs> That's my bet. <laughs> I, I think Christian's going to win. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know who the Joker will be. Um, That'd be Cargito. Cargito? Oh, I would pop for that shit. I'll, I'll pop for that shit, too, man. I pop for it on the world. I'll pop for it with this. Um, you said who you got? Christian Cage. Yeah, I'm going Christian Cage. Christian Cage. I'm gonna go with Powerhouse Hobbs. I think that'll be a really good one too if he does. Yeah. Then yeah, finally push him over because they have yet to push him, and he's um, a really big guy. I do. I I know um, a lot of people think. So Paul White is a big show. He's the uh, special guest announcer for the match. So a lot of people think it might be him also. I wouldn't be, like, disappointed, I guess, because, like I said, I'm not setting my bar for, like, Daniel Bryan. I think it'd be fun to see him because I think uh, if he did win, I don't think he would win if he was in it, but if he did win, a Kenny Omega versus big show match, I think, kind of sounds interesting. So... I think that'd be what? funny. You ain't gonna do no one winged angel to that big motherfucker. <laughs> you try. And fail. Do you that poor thing looks just like you. I know, right? <laughs> poor <Good> thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's little Franco. So, what do y'all got, in, uh, Nick and uh, Andy? I kind of confirmed for that long list of who was in it, to be honest. You what? I already forgot the whole list of names you just said. <laughs> uh, the, don't hit me. The... 90% of the names, I don't know. Okay, we got Griff Garrison. We got Brian Pillman Jr. We got Press 10 Vents. We got Stu, we got Stu Grayson, Nick <laughs> Camarado, QT Marshall, Lee Johnson, Dustin Rhodes, Anthony Bowens, Max Caster, Penta Azeto Metal, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Matt Seidel, Christian Cage, Matt Hardy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Evo Uno, Coke Cabana, Jungle Boy, and a mystery entrance. Coke Cabana. <laughs> Coke Cabana. That's a good choice. It's the best choice. Um, 
I know I'm gonna be a very uh safe 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 bet with Christian. I feel like Christian. it's a safe bet. Man, you just want a safe bet. You want a safe bet? Yeah. You want to go for? A, yeah, I think it'll be Christian. The risky, Kane, I think the risky bet. Go for the mystery point. The risky right, person. <laughs> you don't want to risk it for the biscuit. It's the mystery person. I made it just straight up the risky. Probably is the mystery person that's gonna win it. Is that the first match that's on the card? Um, I have no idea. I know on the buy-in they said it's uh for the NWA Women's Championship. Um, Serena D versus Riho. I think, um, well, I'm pretty sure Serena Deep will win this, but I have a feeling that somebody will come out in this one. Thunder Rosa? I think it's happened every time. Like uh, whenever it was Allison K versus Serena Deep, mm-hmm. there was a, what, Thunder Rosa came out, right? Towards the yeah. end. Uh, I think every one of these actually that's been an opener has had somebody either come in to help or start start a new program. And I know in NWA, it's Camille and Thunder Rosa. Oh, she doesn't knock you. Yeah. I saw that. I know it's Camille versus Thunder Rosa, but I don't know how that'll work because right now they have a storyline going on where if Thunder Rosa loses, she can't go to any other promotion. <laughs> but I also don't think they'll go back to Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deep right now, so I don't know. NWA's been pretty bad, though. I don't know if y'all been watching or keep up with it, but it's been pretty Ow. bad. My eye. Nah, um, I know you have to pay now to watch it, right? Like five bucks a month or something? Yeah, it's like five bucks a month. They, like, they've been doing things where it's like, okay, this is a however long show, and with 20 minutes left, oh, the tag team, uh, the tag team champions don't want to wrestle, so it's the end of the show, and then they end the show with, like, 20 minutes left. Like, they've been doing weird things like that. Or like I said, with the Thunder Rosa, Serena Deep stuff, it's like, oh, the stip is if you lose, you have to stay here in NWA. <laughs> like, that's sad. Mike. You know. I haven't been keeping up with it. I've been uh, hearing little things here and there, but that's about it. Um, so, yeah, I got for that. Serena Deep versus Rio. Serena Deep. Serena Deep. SES. And he's like, whoever the hell Serena Deeb is. Um, dude, I was like, I was like, I don't know either one. And Serena Deeb's the one that was in Straight Edge Society. The one got her head shaped bald. Serena Deeb's right, awesome. Yeah. She's the, uh, yeah, the yeah, champion. Yeah, you forget it. No, I do know that one. Let's go with that one. I like her. Uh, I'll say Serena Deeb. I like her. Yeah. Yeah. And she just came off a, a really, really good match with uh, Red Velvet, too. I don't know how the hell she was not wrestling for WWE. She was a trainer for these past like four or five years. It's WWE, man. But then again, WWE wanted Thunder Rosa as a ref, so I guess I'm not surprised. What's next? Uh, next up for the TNT Championship, you got Miro versus Lance Archer. So Miro beat Darby. Darby had, I want to say, nine defenses. You know, he had a pretty good run. He was uh, actually a big rating straw for the show. And Ethan, Ethan Page and uh, Scorpio Sky threw Darby Allen down some steps and messed up his, uh, his shoulder or his arm. And that, that helped with Miro winning. So Miro just won. going to lose. But it's also hard because it's like, damn, you don't want Lance Archer to take another loss. So... Mm-hmm. 
It's kind of hard. I don't think Hero's going to be a transitional champ like that, though. So I'm pretty sure he'll win. I think it's going to be a really good match, though. Big, hard-hitting match. For my personal reasons, I'm with Archer on this one. Personal. <laughs> just, personal. Just it's personal. Seventy personal. I was like biased. It's like I'm just gonna go for Archer. It's my, it's my man. I think it'll be fucking hilarious if Miro loses it right away to Lance Archer. <laughs> just... I think it'll be hilarious. It probably won't happen because everybody's high on Miro now. But like, it'll be hilarious for him to go from Rusev to Miro and then just lose it right away. That'd be very sad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll say I'll say Lance, Ar- Lance Archer. Even though he's not gonna win it, mm-hmm. he just hope. And he's yeah. like, whichever the big one is, I don't know. <laughs> the uh, big one, the big one. I don't know if you guys can hear me or not. There's a lot of lag going on with me. I can hear you. Okay, cool. I, I was going with Miro. Um, Rusev. With Rusev. Uh, next up, you got the Damn, American you lag, and now I'm getting the lag. <laughs> next up, you got uh, Anthony Ogogo versus the American Dream, Cody Rhodes. Mm. So they're doing a whole 80s feud with this where it's like America versus versus England. Uh, and it's it's kind of weird in this time frame, especially with all the issues that this country has been, uh, been going through. So a lot of people are actually looking at Cody Rhodes as the heel and Anthony Ogogo as the, as the baby face, which I think is hilarious. Um, amazing promo? I thought the promo was... It was delivered fine. Some of the things he said is like, "Hey man, w- no, nah. that ain't that ain't it." But um, ain't it, Chief? Yeah, they've built it up kind of weird, it, huh? This ain't it, Chief. <laughs> this ain't it, Chief. Like it's it was built up kind of weird, uh, in that sense. Like I, I don't think it needed to be a us versus them type of thing. Especially because the things that Anthony Ogogo was saying, I mean, yeah, he threw in, you know, though I hate America type of stuff. But when you actually see the stuff he was saying, I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> he wasn't really wrong. But um, had him do the, uh, they've had him do two matches so far, Anthony Ogogo. And it's just been the punches, which is, is good to sell that, I mean, he is an Olympic boxer. I, I guess he's going to wrestle. Like actually wrestle. I don't. I don't think this will be a, a type of squash match where you're just gonna eventually punch him and, and knock him out. I think they're gonna actually wrestle. And I guess if there's anybody he could be in there with, it's it's Cody because Cody's him and QT are the ones who trained him. Um, so I think Bagogo is gonna take it, and I think it'll actually be better than than what I you know like I, I think it'll be better than what people are gonna expect. I go to go go too. It just makes makes sense to go with him. If they have Cody win against a new young talent, then it's like, yeah, it's what's best for business. Go over new talent. Triple H, <laughs> Triple H, Triple H. I'm going with the the uh, the nightmare. That's a, that's a good the choice. But he's he's on the match. <laughs> the American Dream. Yeah, he's gonna be the American Dream, and he's actually going back to his uh, original. Uh, kingdom, theme. yeah, kingdom downstate. Kingdom. I didn't even know there was a change, I haven't paid attention to much. Change? Why would you change that? He did the Snoop Dogg version because he did the that go big show 
thing with with Snoop Dogg. Why did they shoot Big Show for? Huh? That show, like, why is it all about Big Show? Made about all about Big Show because <laughs> yeah. they canceled the Netflix show, one. They had to make a TBS one. You know, that Netflix show was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. You saved that by seven seeing it. I don't think anybody else agreed because that thing got canceled <laughs> very quickly. Uh, it, it was good for kids. That's what it was made for. It was for kids, uh, not for adults. All wrestling fans think everything's for he's them. A, he's for them. A actually pretty funny guy. Like, I, I didn't watch the show on Netflix, but I see him on a Dark Elevation doing commentary. He's actually pretty funny. It's, it's really weird. I didn't expect that from him. It's scripted. It's scripted. Like a lot of things. <laughs> I don't think Dark Elevation. You gotta, you gotta just put them down like that. It's scripted. Don't laugh. Scripted. Did you uh, say your pick, uh, Andy? Uh, going with Cody. Cody, because like, just because you, most fans think it's best for business with a new guy, but Stardust. It's just Cody, you know. You, you got it's Stardust. I'm, I'm really feeling like it's Cody this round. Uh, next up, you got for the women's championship, Hik- Hikaru Shida defending against Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. So I, think to, I, uh, I think it's Baker's time. Yeah, tomorrow night they're doing uh, the one year like celebration for Shida. And it's going to be, I'm sure, going through all the championship matches she went through and talking about how she was the champ throughout the whole pandemic, all that stuff. That's a pretty clear sign to me that Britt. Baker's gonna take this, <laughs> and, and she should. And, she should. and yeah, I think she should. She's been the biggest star in the women's division, anyways. And she still doesn't have an action figure. And I think that's what they're waiting for. <laughs> Get I think that that's what waiting for. Um, I love Sheeta, but I'm going with Adam's baby. So it's so it's all Britt Baker, then, huh? Baker. Baker all around. Baker all the around. Deathmatch <laughs> legend, Britt Baker. Uh, next up, you got a tag team match. You got Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. First off with this match, that's one point out. Scorpio Sky went from being a trio tag team to going solo, back into a tag team. Ethan Page went to being in a tag team, going solo, back into a tag team. What the fuck? They're both good single guys. Well, you want TV time, you get in a team in this in this company. I think WWE conditioned a lot of people that if you're in a tag team, it's a demotion. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, come on. Also, Scorpion's guy should I mean, be the future. At, should least, be the TNT at least when champion. somebody's getting their, uh, at least when somebody's getting their ass kicked, at least they have somebody come and save them. And again, I know you guys haven't been watching the other shows. It's a pretty frustrating thing when you watch Raw, SmackDown. Somebody's getting their ass kicked and nobody helps them, but they're the <laughs> biggest baby face apparently. You know, but we talking about I, right there? Huh? We talking about? I'm saying it's like people complain about guys in AEW being in a part of stables or a part of groups. And I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, Scorpio Sky should have been like a TNT champion or something. Uh, and, he, and Ethan Page coming from, from Impact, right? And he was with the North. Like, I get it. But at the same time, it's like at least it, every, almost everybody in the show has a partner in some way or a friend. So whenever somebody's getting their ass kicked, they get helped. At least, like, at least that makes sense. I, I just think a lot of people are conditioned to thinking that if you're in a tag team, it's a demotion because you're not in a world title match type of thing. I mean, I, I agree to an extent, though. Like, I, I get with Scorpio Sky. I thought he should have been a TNT champion a long time ago. Um, apparently, he got hurt. 
So I, I guess that was, that's why he was out for a minute. And then with Ethan Page, I thought he was going to be a singles guy right out the gate too. Um, but I will say, I mean, the, the stuff that he has been doing on Scorpio, I thought it's, it's been pretty funny. Yeah, from my sense, it's been pretty good. Yeah, all this stuff with Darby. Like, I didn't know that him and Darby had such a such a history. I didn't see the Revolve stuff. But, I mean, if it's to the point that Darby has metal in his elbow because of Ethan Page and apparently has, like, a dent in his forehead or something, like a scar in the forehead that is covered by the face paint because of Ethan Page, too, it's like, Jesus, man. Like, I don't know what the hell they were doing to each other. Uh, and then this is also going to be Sting's first live match in six years, I want to say. Oh, it's an actual match? It's an actual match. It's not cinematic. Wow. And I mean, Sting is 62 years old with spinal stenosis, but apparently he's been he's been wrestling. He's been training. And I was like, I will say this. When you look at the like the guys that are coming back right now, right? Christian, Edge, even Daniel Bryan. And they were told like they can never wrestle again. That was by WWE doctors. So I don't know if maybe it was just on, you know, on their part of being extra cautious compared to as a regular doctor. So I guess I assume it's possible that with Sting, it's like, yeah, he has the spinal stenosis, but it isn't to the extent, I guess, that they thought. But at the same time, the dude is still 62 years old. Like, I imagine in this match, I mean, I think... I think uh, Sting and Darby will get the win because of the crowd being there. But I think it'll be something to where, like, Sting gets attacked as soon as they come out. They beat up on Darby forever, and then Sting makes the save. And then that, that That's how it'll go. Like, keep the fans happy type of stuff with Sting. I'm going to go with um, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. I think either way, actually, you can't go wrong. Because yeah. you either have the you know the good babyface moment with Sting and Darby, or you keep building up what I think is a really good team of Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, especially Ethan Page. Ethan Page is he's I think he's really good. I just want to see the father and son win, you know. The father and Darby Allen. We saw Rimster and Dominic Mysterio win already. <laughs> we won. No, but they should have waited to this next pay-per-view that WWE is having. It's actually on Father's Day. Hell in a Cell? Yeah, or whichever one is coming up. Yeah. Didn't they switch sure Hell in a Cell Money in the Bank? Or yeah, Hell in a Cell's in June. Money in the Bank's in July now. Oh, that's what they switched. Yeah, it's like, man, you should have done the tag team thing there and have uh, Rey Mysterio win on Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Nick? Uh... Although I do love Scorpio Sky, uh, I say the Stinger, the Icon, and uh, Darby Allen's gonna take it. Some bullshit. <laughs> Some bullshit. Um, <clears throat> it hurts me saying that. <laughs> Next up, you got Page versus Cage. Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage. Oh shit! Yeah, so. Hangman Page mm. had been number one in the rankings for a minute, or at least was going upwards in that direction to face Kenny Omega. I think it's pretty obvious they're not going to do that match until later in the year. So what they did was they had uh, Team Taz attack Hangman Page before his match and then had Brian Cage beat him to knock Hangman down in the rankings, have Brian Cage go up. And, of course, they got to set up a match with that. So I think that... 
Brian Cage will probably take this also. I don't. Uh, I'm, no. I'm sure there'll be interference and everything with this too, and I'm sure they'll find a way to protect Hangman. But I think it's going to be one of those things where they just continue to make Hangman like his character is one you know that keeps doubting things, or is, you know the what is it the anxious millennial cowboy and all this stuff, and he's you know he gets down right. That's been the whole thing. I think they're going to have Brian Cage win. Probably even eventually have him face Kenny Omega in a TV match or something before we get to Hangman versus Kenny in like what September, August, whichever pay per view that one is. Uh, all out. So I think Brian Cage. Yeah, yeah I'll all say um, Brian Cage as well. Brian Cage, guy's a monster. The guy should be a monster. He's a monster. Should be. Monster. That dude is something else. The FTW title has been defended. At what? The FTW title. Nah, man. FTW title is a prop. This is the prop. Oh, like all the titles. Now they they did say they did say though last year it it was uh it already been a few months after the FTW uh, FTW title was introduced. It's not officially recognized, even though they do they have had some title title defenses on it. But um, they did say last year. When they were talking about the new show coming, which turns out to be AEW Rampage, um, that that might be one of the featured titles on there. So it might be something to where later on, you know, it's going to be more looked at more as, you know, an actual important thing. But as of right now, I mean, the, that title doesn't mean anything. All right, here you go, Andy. Oh, could have sworn I said Um. The other guy. He's like, Cage Page, Cage Page, Cage Page. Uh, Brian Cage. Brian Cage? Yeah. And then let's get Christian Cage and Hangman Page versus Brian Cage and Christian Cage. Versus in a Nick cage match. Cage. <laughs> and the then cage special best referee? referee, Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> Nicholas Cage appears. <laughs> Nicholas Cage um, next up, you got a stadium stampede match. The inner circle versus the pinnacle. If the inner circle loses, they must disband forever. So they've said yeah, in multiple interviews and in their promos that this is going to be a, excuse me, a different stadium stampede. Uh, obviously the one last year was full of comedy and it was something, I guess, that they felt that we needed because it was towards the beginning of the pandemic. Now with this feud, the pinnacle versus the inner circle being what they're building up as like a blood feud and they had blood and guts and and they've had these fights. It's been serious for the most part. They're saying that this is going to be a different stadium stampede. Uh, And it's also not all pre-taped. Apparently there is going to be it's I think it's it's going to I think what it is is going to be pre-taped as far as in the stadium. And then it's going to spill out into the live crowd. And with the live crowd, of course, they're, it's actually going to be live, right? They're going to they're going to come out and go from there. Um, this is a, from what I've heard with like Chris Jericho and his interviews and stuff is Blood and Guts was the beginning of the feud. Or like the real beginning, because you can look back to MJF and Chris Jericho or whatever. But as far as Inner Circle versus Pinnacle, it's the beginning, right? So a part of me thinks that the inner circle will win, but 
I, I'm going to go with the pinnacle, and I think the inner circle will will break up. You went that round. <laughs> You're going that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think so. what, what else can they do? You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I don't know what else they can do. And even if they continue the feud, what are they going to do? They've done blood and guts, and they're going to do stadium stampede. What match can you have? You know, or and and if if the inner circle does win, whenever they lost at blood and guts, their whole thing the next week was, we want the rematch. We want the rematch. This is the rematch. If they lose again, they break up. But if they win, what is it? The pinnacle is going to be like, oh, we want a rematch now? Yes. So I think <laughs> the inner circle will lose. It makes sense. What's that theory? Oh, so, the so there's not going to be any uh, broken Matt Hardy Lake of Reincarnation spots. Um, I, I like it. I'm going to go with the uh, inner circle just because. I don't want them to break up. <laughs> but then again, I do want Sammy to go on by himself and then uh, Pride and Powerful be a tag team by themselves. It's like if they break up, what the fuck are they going to do with Jake Hager? Is he going to be bodyguard? That's what I think. I think Chris Jericho would go off and have Hager as the heater. Like I, I don't think they'll ever be apart because I don't think there's anything you could do with Hager. Like, you could have him as a guy, but I think he'd be, like, a dark regular. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, top guy on dark. Kind of I mean, that makes me sad, man. Makes it doesn't sad. make me sad. I don't care for Hager. He's wearing lungs, man. Although I have enjoyed his stuff with the inner circle. He has some really good comedic timing. Hey, Andy. What's up? What do you want for Sonic? Um... The Hedgehog. What'd you say? Okay. What, what do you want from Sonic? My wife's picking up some Sonic. Yeah, I'm just like I'm just like my stimulus came in. Bring me the Hedgehog. Uh, no, um, I don't know a burger. Number seven. You know he wants that yeah, sure. You want you want double bacon? No, want yeah, yeah. All the way. Yes. Yeah. All right, Nick. Uh, what do you got? The what? What do you got? What do you want from Sonic? from Sonic. One very favorite of the slushies. Now, nah, nah, I say the inner circle, I just didn't say it loud enough. Kind of got inner circle. Yeah, so two of us are inner circle, two of us are pinnacle. I mean, come on, man. If um, inner circle wins, y'all two have to dis- disband. <laughs> yes, no. Disband. No. <laughs> That's not how it works. Mm. Well, I mean, if they lose, me and Nick can't disband. That's just fucked up. <laughs> Happened before. I mean, you and you and the Reaper don't like y'all. Y'all never even met each other. Y'all could just bend. You know, you're right. We should start that up then. The Reaper and the anom- anomaly. Yeah. Yes. That, that could be a TV show right there. A TV show. Put on a T-shirt. Put it on Put a T-shirt. On a t-shirt. Yeah, I'll buy that shirt. Who we got next? Uh, next up, we got for the tag team titles: the Young Bucks versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Hey man, you see, I don't. I know y'all been y'all haven't been watching, but I watched this dude. They jacked them. Though. They jacked their shoes. They're ten thousand dollars shoes. That's hilarious. Yeah, I did the same shit. God, man. I'm sure they gave them back backstage, but just the thought of somebody stealing your ten thousand dollars shoes, like 
I got shoes right now that I paid like 200 bucks for. And I think I've only worn them like three times because I'm like, fuck no, I ain't doing this shit. (laughs) (laughs) So $10,000 ones, I don't know. Um, This one's interesting, man, because like it's easy, I think, to say the the Young Bucks would win. But John Moxley and Eddie Kingston have just been so damn good together that there's almost the part of me that actually wants them to win. If Mox wins, he'll be the first one to have two different titles in the company, correct? No, 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 Kenny, because Kenny was a tag team champion, and then that's right. Yeah, Kenny was. Yeah. I forgot about him. Damn belt collector. Man. I forgot about the owner <laughs> of the company. Come on, man. But uh, yeah, so it's hard. I I think I'll still go with the Young Bucks, but again, I, y'all probably haven't seen it, but the chemistry between Moxley and Eddie Kingston is so damn good, and they're so funny backstage and their promos and stuff. It's almost to the point that. You want them to have their own show. It's like a buddy cop movie. That's what they were before at AEW. But uh, yeah, I'll go with the Young Bucks. I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston and John Moxie because um, I like their chemistry together right now. I'm going with the Street Thugs. You said Street Thugs. Now, you know they jacked them down $10,000 shoes and Eddie Kingston tied them up and threw them on the, on the power lines. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> They should have done it on BT. They should have, right? They did cut a really good promo on on BT, or uh, Matt Jackson did, but cut a really good promo on BT about it. Uh, and he was saying how you know they've known Eddie Kingston, they've been on a bunch of the indie shows or whatever, but it's like Eddie was at the bottom of the card. You know, we were the guys that were making the money and doing all this stuff and and, and all this, and it's just like, I mean, I guess he wasn't wrong. <laughs> like, you know. I think it's going to be a really good match. The dynamic is is, is a lot different, you know, because you have uh, like the heel, the Young Bucks as heels, they haven't been uh, as like flippy and, you know, like all all, real spotty, like like they were as baby faces. So they're already themselves are working different. But now you're going against guys that don't do anything special other than be very hard hitting. So I, I feel like in this one, it's going to be a lot more grounded than anything. No, I was going to um, go the young fucks. <laughs> What's going on there, Andy? You don't like my, my choice? <laughs> That's what you got a problem with it? Come like, on, oh, man. He has a problem you with you. fight about it? You better enjoy that burger for me. I will. <laughs> um, next up for the main event, you got for the AEW World Championship, you got Pac versus Orange Cassidy versus the person that isn't the best in the world, Kenny Omega. The person that what? That isn't the best in the world. You know, Randy Orton is the best in the world. <laughs> best wrestler in the world. Really mm. <laughs> hey, Randy Orton's great, man, but he ain't, I, I wouldn't put him number one. Anyway. Where would you put him? Number two? I, I would think he's a top ten. Two and a half? I, I would think he's a top ten. As far as if you talk about like everything. If you talk about everything, the guy I think he is a top ten. Maybe even the top five. 
but where's Kenny Omega on that list? Kenny Omega's top two, top, man. top two or three. Who who's on the list with him? Top two for me. Yeah, it would be Moxley and Roman. Roman because it, that dude is the best thing by far in WWE, including NXT. He's the best thing. And it's not even his stories, because I don't think the stories have been that good either. But his character, like he himself, I think, has just been awesome. Moxley, because... Hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh. Let's take a second real quick. Hmm. This is the first time he's ever praised WWE for something. What are you talking about? There's things to praise. And it would WWE. be Roman Reigns. Yeah, but like, you know, you know, you know, this is the first NXT time you, you, you praise him. NXT is praiseworthy. If you mean that, like WWE or like Raw or SmackDown, then then yeah, I guess. You no, no, no. But like on on camera, on video, on, on our podcast, this is the first. Raw time. is Raw is not good. Yeah, no one cares about Raw, but like SmackDown, <laughs> SmackDown is decent. It's only when Roman Reigns is on, honestly. But it, it's it's a big part of it is Raw. Um, I think John Moxley is up there as well, not just because he's my favorite, but as far as like. Everything in wrestling right now. That dude was Dean huh? Ambrose. No, not Dean Ambrose. He no, but he he was Dean Ambrose just a few years ago. He did it's complete one fucking eighty. Yeah, it kind of shows you like if you just let them do, you know, let them have some creative freedom. Oh, even with Roman now, Roman and Paul Heyman have creative freedom, to, uh, creative freedom to an extent. That's why it's so good. Seth Rollins suit games on point. I, don't I was gonna say it's a little sad he didn't bring up Seth Rollins. <laughs> his his suit game, like no, I don't Seth care, Rollins but like his awesome suits, too. his suits, suits are awesome. He's gonna uh, jump into the man. Bernard, man. Think, of the three, no one brought him up. But yeah, so for me, Kenny, Roman, and and Moxley, I think are top three. With Moxley, it's like in ring and stuff. I don't think there's anything special. Like I said, it's more of just it's it's a different it's a different style, right? It's more of a New Japan style. But his importance to me is that. New Japan values him so much that they allow the IWGP title to be defended on AEW. AEW allows him to go to New Japan strong. And that's opened the door for Kenta to show up in AEW. That's opened the door for uh, Yuji Nagata and, and Ren Narita to show up in AEW. Rocky Romero was on Dark, uh, Dark Elevation. You know, so there's these things that it's like, he might not be everybody's favorite, Wrestler, in-ring, all that stuff. I don't think he's the greatest at all when it comes to that. But the importance of him right now in, 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 the, uh, in the landscape that wrestling is in right now, the whole forbidden door stuff, I think he's the biggest part of it. He was the only reason that New Japan was like, let's work with AEW. Because they didn't, they didn't have that. They didn't want that. But because John Moxley is that big of a name and has been that big of a of a, of a character and everything, and as popular as he is, I think he's probably the most important person in wrestling right now. So th those will be the three for me. Randy Orton would be uh, Randy Orton is up there, especially now that he's away from all that fiend stuff, man. I can I, I can understand how people can like it because there were some elements that I liked it too of of that feud, but it got dumb real quick. You like that uh, RK bro, huh? RK bro, RK bro is pretty good, and I'm not a Matt Riddle fan. But in ring, yes, I don't like the guy, and I and I don't like his promos. He bothers the hell out of me. 
It's like an idiot. But RK Bro, like together, so good. But I, I, I have that fear that it's going to be like the Hurt Business, man. Something that's so good and WWE knows it's good. So they're going to break it up because, hmm. because it's good, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, Kenny Omega, Pac, and Orange Cassidy. Kenny oh, Omega is going to take this. <laughs> but I think it's going to be really good. And I think right. it'll be... Nick has Brandy Orton for winning that match. Oh, I was like, the hell? <laughs> Just don't shit in a bag. I would love, love to see Orange love Cassidy it. win that match. Wow, I knew you were going to say that. I it's not going to happen. Say I think that. that would be crazy. <laughs> in reality, I, I think any three of them could win, and it would be, it, it would be something. Because I think Pac is probably one of the best in-ring guys in the world like that dude the intensity that that dude brings is something else kenny omega i think is the best actual wrestler in the world and orange cassidy is really good at wrestling i don't know why he has so many people that don't like i i get the character but i don't think you can say he's a bad wrestler by any means you know i'm gonna go on a limb and say kenny omega is retaining Go That's a it's a big risk, man. Yeah, I'm risking it all. It's risking it all for the biscuit. Double or nothing, man. Double or nothing. You already know me. You already know. Randy Orton. Pa. Yeah. You already know Pa. Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah, Randy Orton. <laughs> gonna surprise everybody. Surprise? <laughs> nah. He's a, mystery. He's a joker. Going with KO, Kevin Owens, Kenny Omega. Kenny, Kenny Omega is retaining the WWE title. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kenny Omega. It's all around Kenny Omega. 100%. I think the show's going to be good. I haven't paid attention to wrestling in a while, but like they always put on great pay per views and shit. Except for when Matt Hardy, that Matt Hardy one. That was the only one I didn't like. But other than that, they've been put on a good show. So I'm kind of excited because I even asked for the day off. I just got it. And I was like, oh shit. Double nothing's that day. Yeah. I hope I'll be awake for it. I get the second dose of the vaccine on Saturday, and I hear that the second dose knocks your ass out for a cool 24 hours. So let's hope I'll, uh, I'll wake your up alarms. to see it. Yeah. Those alarms. <laughs> but it should be a good show. And uh, we didn't even mention the crowds are going to be back, too. Oh, yeah. Crowds. So that should help with everything. Uh, 5,500 people. So Pretty good. Pretty yeah, pretty decent. And then they're going, they're uh, going back on tour. Well, both companies and ROH, I think. Uh, Impact might announce soon also that they're going to be coming back with fans. But uh, they're all coming over here. <laughs> yeah, money in the banks in Dallas in July. Money in the banks in Dallas. Uh, there's a SmackDown in Houston. AEW's coming to I think Dallas and Austin. I think it's Dallas. For sure, Austin though. So, and you know, Raw, Raw's going to um, some yeah. city. We don't care. Things are starting to clear up, man. Finally, or starting to open up. Finally, so can get back to enjoying this. And uh, indie shows, man. Indie shows been going around. Indie shows. indie shows are starting to open up again too. Yeah, we interviewed uh, Joe Alonzo on Friday, and uh, have another interview with Chris Carter. We're he's fighting Fuego somewhere, right? Yeah, uh, Houston um, Renegade Wrestling Revolution. Renegade Wrestling. I saw yeah. Fuego cut a good promo on him, man. You like the promo? I liked it. I didn't like it that much. But I think it's because I like Fuego more. Fire. 
I don't, I don't like Fuego. <laughs> it, was, it was fire. Fuego. No, I don't like Fuego. Wow. I told you that. I haven't been a big up on him, but I don't know. I just like him. You were nice to him when we met him. He had a golf coast show uh, in Corpus a while back, and then he built on it. I was like, man. You need to support him, man. Oh, he has three he kids. Scorn. He's still burned from that. He has three kids. Does he have three kids? He has three kids. Damn, dude. That's a lot. How old is he? How old is he? I have, I have no he idea. He looks fucking young. He does. Little Fuego he needs to work. Fuego's on Tinder or something. Man. I don't know. <laughs> Fuego's on Tinder. Fuck right. <laughs> that's oh, that's funny. pretty much it for the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, watching. Um, if you're watching, make sure that subscribe button on YouTube. If you're listening, then uh, go follow our YouTube page where we go live on Emo Wall Productions. That's E M O S E W A Productions. Seductions. And, uh, seductions, yes. And um, we'll be back once a month, more than likely, um, after. I think twice a month after pay per views, before pay per views, do predictions, and then after the show. Every we, we don't know yet. I don't know what days, but um, we'll let y'all know ahead of time. So y'all can catch us live or listen to the podcast on audio. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You have anything else you want to say? Let's enjoy the show. Everybody be safe. Remember, folks, always been the bad guy. <laughs> anything, Andy? No, <laughs> I don't have a catch. All right. Bye. Later. <laughs> Adios. Brasselin' Tacos. Brasselin' Kingdom. This isn't just wrestling.